Welcome to episode four of Come to the Cookout with your hosts, Tazan Van Cleef and Brooklyn. What is on the grill tonight? Are you ready to talk? I, I mean, as re- we about to go to war, so I'm going to be as rare as we're going to be living in our last day. <laughs> you know, I, I've been enjoying this podcast so far, but I've noticed that I, we always start with heavy topics. And I was like, you, you know, as I'm going through the week and I'm like thinking about what we're going to talk about next, the following week, and I'm adding topics to my, to my list. I'm like, oh, that is a relevant topic. This is another relevant topic. And I'm like, nothing is happy. Usually yeah. I try to like make sure I end the in the podcast with something sweet and but i'm like i don't have something sweet so i hope you do <laughs> well we're gonna we're gonna put these recipes together and see what we can turn out because it's looking bare in these cupboards over here well i'm 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 better right now because what i want to talk about is i read an article um and i saw a video and there was this mother who was upset visibly upset because she you know she was going to a daycare in Florida to pick up her daughter as she does. She was running uh, like 10 minutes late because traffic and she got out of work a little bit late. So she gets to the daycare and there's no one there. I'm sorry. When you say no one's there, where at the establishment? Yes. So she, from the uh, entrance, she can look into the play area or whatever. The door is locked. The lights are on. And she's calling the daycare. There's no answer. And then randomly, there's another door across the way that's like mm-hmm. darkened. And she sees her daughter in the other room who is basically, she's only two years old. So she's not even tall enough to reach the, like the glass pane window. So she's pushed a chair over to the window and she's, is standing on the chair and is upset because like she's alone in the daycare. Right. So I'm sorry. This was a daycare. I just want to call. So I'm paying my money mm-hmm. for another person, hopefully a trained professional, to watch mm-hmm. my child while I go slice the bacon and bring it home to fry up. Correct. And nobody is. Where is the, the attendant, teacher, preschool, or what you want to call them? They've they've left for the day. No, no, no. They didn't leave for the day. Yes, she left. They left for the day. Uh, this is a kinder care in uh, in Florida. Well, you said that already let me know right off the bat. She had to um, call the police and they had to break in. And like she was trying to uh, calm down her her child because her child is, you know, a toddler who's been left alone in a daycare in a dark room. So I I don't know if like maybe she fell asleep somewhere or whatever. But my thought is you work at a daycare. You know you have 20 kids. Isn't there like a checklist? Like, Billy is gone with his mom. Susie is gone with her dad. Like, you go down the list. Oh, everyone's accounted for. Amanda is still here. Why? Where's Amanda's mom? So it was only one child? It was one child. Wow. And it's not like it was like an hour later. She was 10 minutes late. And and also, you, you didn't bother to call the parents. What did they say? I want to hear their... They've uh, closed down. Uh, there's, there's no <laughs> officials. Well, I mean... There's no, there's, as far as I know, currently, there's been no official statement. But then as I was reading this article, I saw that there was another kinder care in Rochester, New York. They got in trouble for leaving a child in a van for eight hours in the wintertime. And I, I just don't understand. understand. <laughs> We're on the same page. Because I don't understand. I, I We've all had nieces and nephews. I don't know if you ever babysat as a young teenager to make a little coin. But what I know is babysitting means that you watch a child. Or even if you want to babysit a, a fur baby, right? Some people may go away for the weekend, something like that. They'd be like, could you watch my fur baby? So you watch the animal. Either way, the key word there and the key verb is watch. And right. I'm confused on who was doing the watching. And it's great that they're closed down. That's wonderful. However, what I would like to see is a little bit more accountability. Because what's to say this person, again, don't know who this person is, wouldn't go and just get a job somewhere else and do the same shit again. Because I would love to know, because you stressed that it was five minutes later, what the fuck was going through her head? Because I know I have to have to sign out kids in the past if I worked anywhere and like, oh, I'm here. Oh, could you sign this paper? That's another way that they keep track. So I don't understand where you assumed either your counting was off in the beginning, which means did the child get fed throughout the day? when it was snack time, when it was play time, when it was let's go around the rosies time. 
or B, did you not count at the end, which still makes me confused because counting is what you should be teaching. One plus one equals two. I mean, I, I can't answer that for you. I just know that if I, I if I was that parent, I don't even know what I would do. I don't even know what I would do. Like, I, first, I would, you know, get my child. But the next day, I'm burning that place to the ground. I'll make sure the kids are out. But then I'm burning that place to the ground. Honestly, it just showcases we're in a topsy-turvy world. And I just don't even understand. In this day and age, the service industry. You are here to provide a service that I'm paying you for. And I understand not wanting to do your job. Believe me, I've been in retail. I've done shit jobs and don't be like, oh, fuck this job. But again, not when it comes to babies. When it comes to children, they are innocent beings. Yes, if Karen comes to my store and wants to return some shit past the return date, I'm going to look at her and say, bitch, get out of my face. But a child has done nothing to you. And why would you be in that profession? If you don't want to do your job. Just think of the trauma that that child is going to experience. Like, this is, hopefully this is not something that they remember because they're so young. But, you know, she was saying that she wasn't able to turn the lights off when she put her to bed that night. She had to sleep with her and she had to sleep with the lights on because she was scared. And this is a toddler. No, I mean, that makes perfect sense sense from the parent's standpoint because even though it's been 10 minutes if you remember being a kid 10 minutes is like an hour if you're alone it's an attorney exactly so fuck her whoever this person was that did this you deserve to be under the jail don't even come see sunlight don't do it don't mess with the kids well it is still black history month that's what they tell me but (laughs) gonna fool me and so i had a question for you because this is another fact that I learned this week, the 13th Amendment. You know, the 13th Amendment ending slavery. 1863 is when the Emancipation Proclamation Because I was like, are we doing Juneteenth? And then, technically... and then 1865 is the uh, when Texas recognized it. The last so not, That is the day that we recognize as an Af- African-American community as Juneteenth. Correct. I, my question is, yeah. one, do you know which state was the last to ratify the 13th Amendment? And mm-hmm. two... When do you think that was? I'm going to say it has to be a red state. So I'm going to say like Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas. No. Mississippi. Close. But Mississippi. Oh, the M-I-double-S-I? The M-I-double-S-I. And when did you think, do you think that that happened? Let me, let me just read off a list. Oregon ratified the 13th Amendment December 8th, 1865. California, December 19th, 1865. Uh, Florida, December 28th, 1865. Now, don't tell me Florida beat them now. Hold on. New Jersey wasn't until January 23rd, 1866. Texas wasn't until February 18th, 1870. You know what? I got it. I know it. I know this. It was going to be February because they, they did it. Even though Black History Month wasn't a thing, they still did it in February to set shit off. I'm going to say February 27th. Come on. Well, big money, big money, big money. What year? You said 65 was the other people. I'm going to say 1866, February 28th. I'm ready. No, you were wrong. I'll give you a sec, another guess. Okay, so I had the year right. No, no, no. You didn't have the year right. Oh, no, I had to because you said everybody did 1965, spilled over to 1865, 1866, 1870. Delaware was 1901. 1870. Was Texas. Yes, 1870. December, you said of 1871. For Texas, if yeah, I'm that not was mistaken. Texas. That was Texas. Wonderful. And you just said, just like ten seconds later, you said something about Mississippi. Uh-huh. Did it in nineteen ninety something. Nineteen ninety five. In December eighteen sixty five, it was rejected. So they were like, "No, we not. We we don't believe that. We we not about that life." So it was ratified in nineteen ninety five. However, the certification wasn't filed. That's crazy. So it didn't actually get certified. Until 2013. Y'all gotta gotta stop this bullshit right here. This is crazy. That's fucking crazy. 
And you're going to sit here and tell me that we don't have systemic racism in America. When you could have still technically been a slave, I guess that seemed like. So, well, the abolition of slavery just means that you can't have slaves unless they are criminal. And then the government actually stipulates what that is. So there are prisons currently that are slave labor. So technically, they just change the definition. That's why I hate for-profit prisons. You got to read the fine print. When you sit there and think about that, that's such fucked up shit. That's so crazy to me. You waited that long. This just makes me think what other laws do we think is like passed and done with that aren't done that we should go back to and relook it up. I mean, we should definitely look at basically any federal law because state laws are different. Because, you know, it wasn't until, what, 1965 that you could marry and racially legally. True. Sure. Like the the youth of today will never have to deal with that. Even like when we were talking about in the pre- previous podcast, Ruby Bridges, like she's only a year older than my mother. I mean, I always say that, that we're not as far as we think we are, but that just like puts it in plain, I don't want to say plain English, but like you can't fudge these numbers. You can't fuck these numbers up. You can't. That makes me sad. Happy Black History Month. Almost the end of an era, if you ask me. Speaking of the end of an era, mm-hmm. uh, do you know what is ending soon yeah black history month we got like two more days three more days no i'ma say her catchphrase for you mm. how you doing well, wendy i i heard wendy been missing that's what the people been saying the the people have been talking and the people are right because she's the, so when the wendy williams show she's been absent for a while and she's been having a lot of guest hosts uh leah remedy and michelle Vashage were there hosting most recently sherry shepherd has been the guest host and uh, it was just announced that the Wendy Williams show is officially ending and Sherry Shepard is getting her own title show that is replacing that time slot. Now, quiet as it's kept. Wendy ain't been right since she opened her mouth to talk about Top of the Brown. And I, I love me some Top of the Brown, but she, you know, she got it together just just as quick as she could, as, in, as nice as she could. But she ain't been right since then. You know what's baffling me about this story to me is that what is her issue? Everyone's saying her health, but you have her over here like posting cryptic messages saying she's fine. I don't want to say she's Britney Spears, but what's going on? Like, I want to know for real, for real. Like, yes, don't get me wrong. I, I Don't cross Tabitha because the Lord will come in for his children. And secondly, I love Sherry Shepard and all, but to host a full-time show by herself without her girls kikiing around her with Whoopi and Joy, I don't, I don't see it personally. Like, I think it's cute for a guest appearance and for the week. But for that to be all day, every day, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I, I can't speak on what their show is going to be like because I actually haven't watched her guest hosting at all. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that she, you know, she has the experience of being on The View and being a guest host yeah. in other pla- places. So I don't doubt that she can do it. I just, I don't. It, it's all about the setup of the show. It's not only the personality. Because like, love Kelly Clarkson's show. And Nick Cannon's show, too. He has a show? I watch his show. Yeah, I watch his talk show. Originally, because what the rumor was, her, Woodley Williams and her company were fighting back and forth ever since last year. And so originally, Nick had came in at the beginning when last year when she took a break or whatever. And there was rumor that Nick was going to take her spot. Whatever reason, it didn't come to fruition. However, Nick still has his own talk show now and has a different time slot. The other issue with Williams was, uh, I think in the, I think in the summer or like early fall, she had caught COVID. She wasn't there for the premiere of season thirteen, and so she was supposed to come back in like October, and she's just been missing. So that's why it's like it's really weird because it's like having Grey's Anatomy coming back, married to the Grey missing, talking about she's coming back, and then the show just is like, oh, we're now calling it Sloan Anatomy. Or someone else anatomy. You'd be like, bitch, what? Because she's posting here and there, so we see that she, but she looks healthy, right? She may have some underlying conditions from, you know, COVID and, like, lungs and stuff like that. So it's just a very bizarre, I think it's a money grab behind the scenes that seems to be really weird. But, you know, we wish her nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. She loves, loved to sip her tea when she was in her chair. But So we're going to move on to no tears and just tea. I was scrolling through the, the oh, social medias. That's what gets you in trouble. Oh, go ahead. Came across something on Instagram and it was just a list of Kanye West's beefs. Who he's beefing with. Okay. I mean, that should be short. Oh, no. It's not a short list. 
I'm, I'm just going to read a couple of them just so you can, you, you know, some of the, the top ones. Taylor Swift, Nike, Kim K, Wiz Khalifa, Jay-Z. You know, like, these aren't, like, out of the, you know, anything out of the ordinary. Like, he's a, a rapper. Uh, he's just got, he's just getting, he's getting a, a divorce. Um, but then I go down the list and I see that he is also beefing with Peppa Pig. Am I going to collab with Peppa Pig? No. <laughs> Excuse me? Peppa's not real. How you how you beefing with Peppa? Explain that to me. I'm not. <laughs> explain that shit. Evil Knievel. Is Evil Knievel alive? I swore he died. Come on now. And Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Harriet Tubman ain't. Um, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. You know Harriet Tubman ain't alive, boo. You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice, shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves? To freedom! What's what's his issue? So let me ex- let me guess. He upset with Harriet because Harriet wasn't singing "Jesus Walks" when she was trying to free slaves. What is his? What could be the what could be the issue with Harriet the Tubman on the twenty dollar bill that we supposed to get that has been delayed? I could not answer that for you. I I honestly I was more concerned with Peppa Pig because what has Peppa done? Because Peppa walked so these other <laughs> bitches could run. And Kanye is trying to tear her down. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, ridiculous. I mean, I need, I just needed something to lighten the mood because I I was like looking through this list and I was like, okay, Jay Z, like Dead Mouse is on there, uh, the AMAs. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Peppa but Peppa Pig, Peppa, Peppa. Uh, tell me why. Tell me why Peppa. Well, I want to switch gears since we were talking about things ending recently. So I got caught up, speaking of Peppa, because I'm sure they're probably neighbors. I got very emotional this past week. Why? What happened? I was watching this show come to an end, and it was almost like art imitating life. This show has been on for about 25 seasons. They've had about 253 episodes and seven specials. Now, if you have been a watcher of PBS like I am, which is public broadcasting, Arthur aired his final episode. Arthur? Arthur. Mean Mug, Meme Arthur. And the title of it, which is why I got all choked up, was called All Grown Up. And now I just want to, again, this has been on for 20 plus years, the longest running kind of kids programming. I know The Simpsons is also animated, so kids programming uh, cartoon. But what they did was, again, I don't want to get emotional as I think about it, is they marked this occasion by flashing forward 20 years into the future. In the future, Arthur is now an author with facial hair. He's a graphic novelist, to be exact. His first book, oh, again, <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it, and again, I'm, I, as a child, I'm sorry. It, his first, Arthur's Eyes, happens to be the title of the very first episode uh-huh. of Arthur, which premiered in October 7th, 1996. One of the head writers, Peter Hirschstern, he was like, The idea occurred to me that this whole series has been something Arthur had created. So the suggestion is that this has all been his memoir. And we thought, oh, that's fun. It's a little meta. And when you think about it, it's like, I think that was kind of a a creative way. Because I'm looking at you because I know you're a writer. You're always thinking of how to come up with stories, how to end stories. Because it's probably kind of hard, especially if you know the end is coming. Um, and it was just like, it was something that was like, wow, if you think about it now, like, it makes me want to rewatch, not that I have time to watch mm-hmm. 253 episodes again, but it makes me be like, I wonder now that I know, now how does that, it look? I'm a person who likes to read the last chapter of a book before reading that. the book. So I, I can see how I we got there. It. It's it, for me, it's just so I like to, I'm a puzzle person. I love putting puzzles together and seeing how things fit. And so I love to be like, okay, what made you think? that was the route to go, right? See, I'm the other way. I like to speculate what is going to happen at the end. Like, I I want to see what avenues you take. I don't want to know what where the end is, which is probably why I'm having such a trouble ending my book. Um, you see? Because tangents, tangents everywhere. And that's the thing, right? And I, what I also liked about it is I love a lot of the characters in Arthur. Again, I remember watching it. I, I've been with, when I was babysitting and taking care and watching the children that I was bringing looking it over. back to the first segment. I'm just saying it. We made sure, like Arthur was something because a lot of these, you know, other shows are kind of all over the place. But like PBS, you can kind of like know it's not going to take you out and so futuristic thing that's confusing. You got to try to explain 
all this other stuff. You're right, like Dexter's Laboratory or something like that. So it was something that was kind of good. Was Blue's Clues on PBS? Oh, no, they were Nickelodeon. All right. Because that, that was Nick's Juniors, which was kids smaller than preschool. Because I just heard about them. They're doing uh, a new movie and they're bringing back all the Steves. Well, that's what I was loving about this. So with the residents of Elmwood City, we got a peek into all of their futures. So like Arthur's sister, DW, she's a traffic cop. Uh, Buster is a teacher. Francine runs a sneaker company. Muffy is running for mayor. Binky was a weatherman, very enthusiastic, might I add. And George manages the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> what I loved about how they ended it is that, that the voice of the adult Arthur was the original voice of the kid actor 20 years ago, Michael Yamrish. And so that's what had me in like, it just like, imagine being- I mean, that is perfect. That so is perfect. fucking perfect. So, I mean, overall, this series, like, I think it meant a lot in a lot of kids' lives. And I'm interested, too, like, as we continue to move in the future, what kind of takes its place? There's no wholesome programming, but I don't know if you watched any of the cartoons. Like, I tried to watch the Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon, excuse me, the updated Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon. No, I don't watch, and I don't don't need a reboot, because you're not doing anything right. Just what the hell is it? Start something new, create something else. Right, and I, so I'm just interested, and and I also think about, like, PBS as, as itself, like, there's someone that's always fighting for money and always have their little telethons and things like that. And I'm just like, I wonder, you know, what's next for them and, and kind of what other great programming they'll bring for kids. Because this is something that, I mean, look at where Arthur has been. 25 plus years. That meme of him with that stupid fist was all over everybody's social six, seven years ago. Growing up, I just remember I love PBS. Mm-hmm. And PBS was the reason that I, I mean, I used to watch Reading Rainbow. Oh. The more you know, bitch, the more you know. LeVar Burton is the reason that I lo- love to read. Yeah. Honestly. Like, he he made it exciting. He introduced new stories. I, I looked forward to going to the library. It was like, when I was a kid, I was a nerd. I'm still a nerd. <laughs> but the day that I got my library card was, like, the biggest deal to me. Because I could check out books by myself, and the library was... Uh, like a 15 minute walk from my house and so when I was old enough to like go to the library by myself check out books it was the biggest thing for me which is why I enjoy reading to this day and I actually just saw a a skit that he did on I think Instagram or something where he was you know going through like their whole reading rainbow thing that he usually does and introducing books but he was introducing books that are trying to be banned specifically in like Texas and Florida they're trying to ban books that are like um, inclusive yes and so he he would like he would he would introduce a book and then the the screen would go black because there was interference. And he's like, oh, we can't talk about this book. Or what about this one? This one is about blah blah blah. And then it would go black. And he's like, okay, I guess you can't read that one either because that one's being banned. He did it like two or three times, and then at the end of it, he was like, you know what? Read whatever you want. And, and in fact, read the banned books because those are the, the better ones. Going back to children and being impressionable at that age, what like you? Being able to watch something of that nature that was about being a nerdy and reading books, look at what that did for you. It allowed you to, again, be in a space where you continuously read, look at how further along you probably were in a reading level compared to your peers, and think about how that's now propelled you to become an author, just like Arthur, right? That's a tongue twister. Try that 10 times fast, Mm -hmm. right? It's something that just makes you think differently. And it's like, it's one of the the reasons why like when I watch Sesame Street or my nieces and nephews watch Sesame Street, I'm like, I'm glad that they're showing people that are artistic and off and showing the different sides of people that they're going to come in contact with. Cause guess what people, that's what the real world is. And it goes back to my biggest thing of like, children are so innocent when they come into this world until adult teach them to be negative. Yeah. If you put a group of children in a room together, they want to do is play. That's they it. don't care what you look like, who, where your background is, who you, where you came from. They just want to have fun with the people that are in the room surrounding them. And people that steal a child's laughter are the worst people in the world. Oh, I, I, just, I don't, un, I can't understand it. Like one, a child's laughter is the most pure and beautiful thing. And to take that from an impressionable soul is the worst thing that you could do. No, I definitely agree with that. They got a special place in hell for people like that. Someone might write a book about them. Speaking of writing books, have you ever thought about writing a screenplay, T? Uh, no, oh. I have not. That is a, a completely different skill set that I do not currently have. People go to school. I mean, I guess you, you can do it without going to school. You but sure it, can. It's different. It's a different. It's a different skill set. Well, the reason why I ask is, MTV is 
under a lot of fire right now, a little heat, if you will. They want to take a new take on Charles Dickinson's A Christmas Carol, right? We've seen it remade, I don't know, 85 million times. You've seen black versions, Latin versions. Mm -hmm. You've seen them all. Cartoon versions, Muppet mm -hmm. versions, right? So yeah. obviously that exists in the public domain, which means anybody is free to adapt it without paying for rights to do so, right? Now, MTV mm -hmm. is trying to give new screenwriters their big break. They say they want to they want to focus on writers who have never sold anything before with the emphasis on writers with diverse backgrounds. Again, Black History Month, power to the people. Ah! So this contest is very simple. Pitch a unique Christmas Carol idea. The grand prize or the studio commissioning the script will go into production and film this year. You don't need any representation and you don't have to be a Writers Guild of America who's so part of the uh, member. All you have to do is have a new take on the trend and make it your own. Well, that sounds, I want to do that right away. That sounds great. Amazing. This is where it goes. If you read the fine print, because you told me earlier, got to read the fine print. Fine print. It explicitly states that this is for first time and so you cannot be. So I just said like, you don't need to be. This one says you cannot be a WGA member. Uh, they say because the whole point is to find new voices. Also, they don't want you to have representation. Why? Because you're going to make sure to get paid correctly. And you could have never sold a screenplay before your life. So, for example, I might have submitted things like at a literary agency, hoping that they pick it up. If you've done that, you can't do that. So sorry, you can't. If, wait, if you've submitted, not even submitted. published. Submitted. So sorry. Everyone submits. So sorry. Oh, it gets better. It needs to be between 90 and 120 pages. And the total compensation for this, if you were to win, is ten thousand dollars. Is that a what? Is that a that is that that's the beginning? One and done. Th that's the advance, and then you get the royalties. T T T. You're doing you you you're asking for a lot. I'm giving you your big break as MTV. Now, just to kind of put in perspective, the WGA minimum, the minimum for a completed television screenplay is around $56,000, which is why they don't want any WGA member to be partaking in this once-in-a-lifetime contest. So, are you ready to sign up? Seems like you're ready. No. No, because I, I don't have I don't have representation. That's great. And I have not submitted. However, I am lucky enough to have be close enough to the publishing industry. I'm sure that I could get someone to take a look over a contract and be like, this is garbage. Don't sign this. The other weird thing, too, is that you could. So imagine this. Let's just be let's just be. I'm going to give easy math. Let me say 100 people submit their screenplay. Once you submit it. MTV owns the rights to whatever you submit. Oh, see, absolutely not. Because then, then they can just make that without paying you. Exactly. So what they're going to be like, oh, you didn't win, or you came in third place, whatever. We're going to make this one, and they're going to take an idea, flip it. So now I got a hundred. I have a hundred different things I can make for the next ten years. Bam! Thank you. See, I was about to play devil's advocate because I was about to be like, well, you know, if you've never done anything and you get, you know, at least if you're getting. $10,000, that's, that's some compensation, and then you your name is out there, and you have produced something with the backing of MTV, and then that will help your resume. But you, you kept going, and see, the fine print, I don't like that. I I, I don't. Because that what you're yeah. not going to do is take my work, not give me, not I don't win, and then keep that property, then you own the, the source material? Absolutely not. And some of the people were saying like, oh, it's just normal legalese, blah, blah, blah. And then other people were coming out and saying like, I guess because the reason why they don't want uh, WGA members is because if they get paid $10,000, that means that the new screenwriter is not going to be eligible because the price point is so low for like health insurance or anything that the WGA provides to the Writers Guild. So it's like you're you're almost it's almost like breaking up a union in a way, in my opinion, if they like depending on if they got popular enough, you know what I mean? I would also want to know I would want to see that contract anyway, because, you know, even if it is, you know, you get a ten thousand dollar fee and then they own the property or whatever, usually, at least in with books, there's a reversion of rights after a certain time. So like you after like five, ten years, then the rights revert to the creator. Um, but it doesn't sound like that would be the case. I also wonder, first of all, is MTV even relevant, number one? Number two, in the way of, of 2022, of, of people being able to, like, think about the Fresh Prince reboot. That came off of somebody having an idea and just posting it on YouTube and it got rave reviews and caught the eye of Will Smith 
And now a year and a half later, we have an actual show. I feel like now mm. in this age, there's so much ways to get past gatekeepers now that you don't need to go to an MTV. Why haven't they changed the name? Because I haven't seen any music come on that channel in forever. So <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you say. You should. Music television. I mean, Where is the music? I have another lovely question for you. Have you heard about good old Van Jones? I mean, I know of Van Jones. You know of him. He's a great commentator on the uh, CNN network. Well, he recently welcomed a brand new baby girl daughter. That's beautiful. That's so great. I, I think it's wonderful. And he's reportedly hoping more people will embrace the arrangement that he brought into the world. What do you mean the arrangement? Let me give it to you. Picture it. 2020. Beginning of the pandemic. Jones said, you know what? I had a vision. I had a yearning. And I wanted to have another another kid. Because he already has two kids with his uh, previous ex-wife. And he said he discovered that one of his girlfriends, not girlfriends, but like one of his friends that is a girl, Naomi also wanted a baby. So they decided to join forces and become what is now being coined the phrase of conscious co-parent. And so he's saying this is new and revolutionary. And that more people should be doing this. Now, mind you, platonic co-parenting, I think, has been well established in the LGBTQ community for a while because before adoption was even available. So it's not something new, mm -hmm. but it's new to the straight. <laughs> yeah. My question for you is, as millennials are not getting married more and more, they're obviously not buying homes. There's so many things changing in the world. Do you think that's a great idea for maybe people to take? I mean, I feel like the two parties are on the same page by all means. If they are thinking specifically of the child and they're bringing a child into the world and they are going to be present for this child by all means. I commend anyone that is there and will bring a child and love that child and be there for the, the rearing and raising of that child. Yeah. Let's play devil's advocate as, you know, some of the rebuttals that used to come against the, the LGBTQ community. What happens when they want to get married to someone else? How is that going to, you know, work? Is that great for the children? Why is this being celebrated when the other side is not as celebrated? I just don't even understand those arguments when take the gays out of the equation, right? Because we only got, were able to get married recently. Take the gays out of the equation. Sure. Take just single parents out of the equation. The divorce rate is over 51%. I'm sorry, T. Those are gays getting divorced. No. Those are not the heterosexual no. love. No. Because, again, it was over 51 It's been over 51% for a while. And we just got we just got the ability to get married a, a hot second ago. <laughs> so that was, that, that was all y'all. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's a, it's a very interesting development in the world that we live in. I also was thinking turned me off about this story wasn't that he had a baby you were in covid bitch why would you want to be like oh let me have a baby because it's covid because you were bored like did you not know that there was a pandemic exactly that people were dying for going outside also you got two other kids how about you spend time with the two kids that you got say it again say it again see you were taking the words out of my because i was like but you have two kids so it's, it's, I'm, it's different if you ain't have none. You're right. like, oh, you know, I really think I'm ready to be a father. You already a father. <laughs> so I was like, get it together. But that's again where it goes back to like, maybe she remarried because I didn't look into it too much. Like maybe she remarried and like, it's complicated their relationship. But it's like, it doesn't have anything I, to do with you being a father to your kids. Your conscious, your conscious co-parenting should be begin with the kids that you already parenting. Yeah, I, child, I wish I had the answer because I'm sitting here like, what is going on? Well, I don't want to bring it down, but you know how I do, because it's... No, what's up? You know, sides and just something to go with the, the main course. Uh, we're going to switch over to raisins and the potato salad. I don't know if you remember um, a couple years ago, I don't... I. I will say that I didn't actually look up the year, but I because I, I remembered this story, um, but... There was a autistic individual uh, that was having a, a episode, and the police were called. Uh, again, I don't understand why we call the police instead of like a, a social worker in these instances, but the police were called, and then they mm -hmm. pulled firearms on them, and the the autistic person's handler um, was present and was trying to explain. He is having an episode. Please just stay back. I am I, I'm trying to calm him down. Blah, blah, blah. And 
the handler was a black man and he was complying with the police and he was like uh i i have this under control just get, let stay back and i will deal this is uh he's just having an episode blah 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 and so they had him like get on the ground and he had his hands up and even with complying with the police the handler was shot so it goes to trial mm -hmm. the officer gets convicted we have just learned that the conviction's been overturned. Um, I'm sorry, why? The judicial system doesn't work. I, I don't know. I mean, was there, did he not get Mirandized when he was arrested? Like, what, what, why? I'm very confused. Because this, I, to me, that just sounds like you can shoot whoever the fuck you want, which. I mean, it sounds like that in general. Um, well, they're saying that the conviction was overturned because the prosecutors didn't allow testimony during the. 2019 trial from the SWAT commander that trained the officer. So it was overturned in appeal. And I'm assuming they probably can't retry him anyway, so. I read that article and I was furious. I would be too because it's like that, if I remember correctly, this is the time when the defund the police being, I don't want to say being started, but that's when people were like, oh, we need to really move funds from the police over to actual health officials that can help when people are having episodes. Because I don't understand how, if you are here to protect and serve, you don't have any type of de-escalation training. Oh, you do. You just don't want to fucking follow it. Because I don't understand how every time we turn around, your first inkling is, oh, quote unquote, I'm feared for my life. That's why I have the right to shoot. It's... This is the world we live I don't know. This is the world that we live in. <sighs> Speaking of the kids, I know how much you love Texas. Again, don't put that on me, please. Mm -mm. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas has begun the process, and he is saying that he's officially directed Family and Protective Services to begin investigating all trans children in Texas and prosecuting their parents as child abusers. I'm sorry, what? He's instructed all teachers, doctors, and caregivers to begin reporting any trans students that they see. Okay. I I'm sorry. I'm so so I I'm going to take that first part. We'll get back to that in a second. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me as a teacher, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to report trans students I see. Yes. How do I identify a trans person by looking at them? I, I don't know. Because how do I know, for example, a female that likes boys' clothes which we would sometimes call a tomboy, mm -hmm. should I, as a teacher, call and round her up? Yes. Like, I am so done with people policing people's bodies. Listen very carefully. If you're a man that doesn't like to wear a dress, guess what you don't have to do? Wear a dress. Wear a motherfucking dress. If you're a female who doesn't like, I don't know, chaps and jeans, guess what you don't have to do? wear chaps and jeans that's number one number two child abuse because i'm allowing my ch my child to live the life let's just say i have a trans child i'm allowing them to live the life that they choose mm -hmm. to li to live i'm going to what lose my children yes and you're going to do what with them put them in a foster care system yes because we don't we don't care about them after that anyway right this makes no fucking sense. It's the same reason why we want to force women to have unwanted pregnancies because that life is the life of the fetus is more important than the life of the woman that is forced to carry the child, regardless of the situation that that child came from. My blood pressure is rising right now because I'm and I want to make sure that I want to make sure that uh, it's clear that I am not saying that I believe that statement. I'm saying that this is what. Texas is bleeding because I, I don't want any kind of edit to come through to be like, oh, well, I can't believe he said that. That's not what that's not my belief. What frustrates me, I think, the most, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. So as a parent, you're telling me. Let, let me let me take it off trans for a minute. As a parent, let's say I am a carnivore. I like meat because we're in Texas. We eat barbecue. We eat sausage. We're going to eat it all. My child comes to me and says, Dad, I don't want to be a carnivore. I would be a vegetarian and be a herbivore. 
Are we going to start rounding up the fucking vegetarians? Because how dare you have the nerve and audacity to allow your child to make choices for the life? Because guess what? They have to leave my motherfucking house sometime. And guess what? Do what you want once you're out of my house. But while you're in my house, you need to eat meat. This is crazy. I understand. This is this is clickbait. This has got to be clickbait. There is no reason. My blood pressure. There is no reason. Let me let me break it down. People say I'm crazy. There is no reason for you to take. How am I abusing my child? I want to understand. Somebody needs to explain this. But you know what? Speaking of child abuse, mm-hmm. this is actually makes sense because I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Saisha Mercado from uh, American Idol? Yes. Yes. And how she had her baby taken away a little. I think it was like the fall of last year. Because her baby would not um, latch onto her breast, uh, her first baby, and they took her from took the baby from the hospital, and it took her seven months to get him back. Yes, and they were saying because of ch- and that's legal kidnapping. So you know, it, I'm sitting here acting shocked and surprised. But again, why am I shocked and surprised? Because when it comes to minority groups, you can do what the fuck you want to do and see no fucking repercussion because no one's going to hold the powerful accountable. I hate this fucking country. I hate it. Get me out of here, Jesus. Take me. Not to pile on, but you've heard about the the don't say gay bill that's uh, that was in the house in Florida, right? Yeah, that's the one we talked about a couple of weeks ago about you can't even bring up sexuality, anything of that nature. It was going to be going to the to somebody's into the chambers. It just passed the house today. What you mean, Pat? <laughs> it passed the house at a vote of sixty nine to forty seven. I don't understand. I don't understand people. I don't understand America. I don't understand. Sometimes I, I th- when I hear red states, I always be like, they're part of America. You sure? Because not to be funny, RuPaul's Drag Race wins fucking Emmys every fucking year. You got the queer bitches over here, a queer eye for the straight. Eye. I, I, I can't even say they go into all these red state places making bitches over. You got we're here with the, the drag queens, Shangela and the, what's the, what's uh, Eureka and all them bitches going to these southern places you cannot hide whatever you think the ingredient is that's going to make your child gay that's going to make your your child trans that's going to make your child bisexual if that's what they are that's what they are well here is the thing if if they were to get rid of gay people where what how would society function because we're everywhere right um and even with that being said, like I said, we were only able to get married recently. And unless a gay man and a gay woman copulate or there is, you know, in vitro or whatever, biologically, two of the same sex can't create a life. So that that being said... All of the gay people that exist today came from straight parents. So you're making us. And we are who we are. I'm just, I'm, I'm baffled. I say this every week and I feel like it's, it's not going to go away anytime soon. When they said make America great, they said fuck every social, economical, every uh, minority that they could think of. We taking it back. Not like we're going to do a remix. But we are taking it. Like, I'm sitting here, stu- like, I'm stunned. I'm literally, like, you're going to take a child. Like, I don't understand the system. Because you're going to take the child. And you know what's going to end up happening? You're going to put him in cages. Just like you did the mother husband. Why? Because you're not going to have space in your foster care system. So, what happens when you run out of space? I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. With, I'm at a loss. This is, even for me, this is just, that's a lot. Raise your child how you want to raise them. I, I don't know. But it, it, we've gotten kind of heavy, and I, I want to bring oh, it please. back a little I'm bit. Light, well, no. I don't know how, how light this is going to be, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's time for some shade because uh, this, is the, this is the part of the, the podcast at the cookout when uh, she ain't bring nothing. 
I don't know if you know. I got this confused when I read about this, but the blogger Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. Isn't he on Love and Hip Hop too? I feel like, but go ahead, sure. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Um, but he's under some. He's in some hot water right right now because he reported that the Queen had died. Queen of who? The Queen of England. Everyone was in an uproar because they're like, "How does this person who is just like a blogger?" know before the daily mail the bbc this is like it is widely known that the queen has stopped public appearances because there was a covid scare like a couple months ago um it's uh being reported that she's like setting up charles to like take the throne because you know she's over she's 100 you know right she's she's the longest reigning longest living monarch in history um but that being said, um, so for a couple of days, it was just like he was making sure that he was like, I stick by my word, by my story. I had, I got the information from, from a viable source, blah, blah, blah. And it was, he was saying that it was a, a party guest of someone, I forget what royals wedding that happened. Um, and he's like, no, this, this is the truth, blah, blah, blah. So now it's being reported that apparently he has he's gotten his queens mixed up. Um, he wasn't the information that he was given or that he may have been referring to was referring to Queens of the Stone Age singer, um, the lead singer <laughs> Mark Lanigan, I'm who, sorry, who died funny. Tuesday unexpectedly, um, and not the Queen of England. <laughs> Again, but can you rest imagine what rest kind of? I, I want to be clear. I'm not laughing at you, sir, and I'm sure you had a historic life being one of the Queen members. However, do you know how dumb <laughs> you have got to be to be like, you know what? I have a big, large platform. The Queen of England is dead, and you have the nerve <laughs> to double down and say we don't post lies and say that you 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 have a reliable source. I mean, how self-absorbed do you have to be? Self-important do you have to be to think that your blog is going to break the news of the Queen of England's death before the BBC, People Magazine, uh, <laughs> I mean, TMZ. Well, I think that's the problem we live in. Like, right, we're in the microwave, as I like to call popcorn generation, where people need to to know the information first and have the instant gratification. Because again, if you have it first, it's clicks. And then everything is like, oh, per so-and-so. Like TMZ. Think about TMZ and Kobe's death, right? They had pictures before even Vanessa was even notified, right? So like, think about those times, like think about all of those things. So someone has to be a vile person to try to be the first person to get this information out there. But at the same time, it's the world we live in where people need to be first. I am glad that I am not that person. One thing I don't play about is death. I'll be first to go buy my tickets to the next concert or something like that, but I'm not going to report on the, on the queen's death and be wrong, loud and wrong. You can't be loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. You, you, can't, you, you can't do it. <laughs> That's crazy. And I mean, has he... Has he given an apology or? As of recording right now, I haven't seen one. Well, that was a lot. And so I think it's time to switch over to something a little bit lighter. Uh, it's the end of the meal and I need something sweet. What you got for me? I want to give you an oldie but goodie. I don't know if it was slept on right now, but I don't, I have a man crush. Tell me about it. I don't know what it is about this actor, but he has been on a hot streak recently. And I don't know why I find him so hilarious all the fucking time. But our good friend, Ryan Reynolds, mm -hmm. uh, his movie Free Guy is out on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I haven't so seen it, that. It's been a while. I was like, oh my God, it, it, I loved it. I was dying. I, me, I, was, I just rewatched it like two weeks ago. It's out. It just came out this week. Uh, Disney+. Plus. Now, it's weird because what I do like about this is Disney+. Plus and HBO are sharing this for some reason, which I, I don't understand that part. But the good news is if you have HBO Max or Disney+, Plus, you can watch it on either platform. I don't know for how long. I thought it was pretty good. Um, if you were ever into the, uh, like, Wreck-It Ralph or any video games back in the day, I always love uh, when video games become, become, you know, real. So 
I don't know if anyone watched Pixels back in the, like a few years back. Anytime there's a video game, I'm here for it. And this is really cute. It's a heartwarming story about a video game NPC. So if anyone plays Dungeons and Dragons or anything, those people that walk around in the background and they don't really do much or you stab them or beat them up, it's this guy who I guess kind of like falls in love and wants to be a bigger and better person. Well, I I mean, I wanted to see it, but I was not trying to go to the theater when it came out. And <laughs> and I mean, I love me some Ryan Reynolds because first of all, he's gorgeous and he's funny. So I'm all about it. Well, hopefully that will be something you can add to your watch list. One other thing I'm going to say, guys, if, if you are into any of the Marvel TV shows on Netflix, you got about two more days, three more days by the time this comes out to watch. Yeah, uh, Daredevil. they're going to be gone. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke, Luke Cage, The Defenders, Iron Fist. It's all... Oh, the Iron Fist. That was your favorite. No, it was not. That was your favorite. It was... Team. Nope. <laughs> I mean, that one you won't have to worry about watching because you don't need to. You're not missing anything. Um, but they're leaving Netflix. Um, there's no announced plan, but I assume they're probably... Well, I do have... I, I Nope, I do have an announcement in case you haven't read the news. Okay. March 16th, they will be coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, they are going to Disney+. Plus. If you live in Canada. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't live in Canada, so... so. Sorry to get to but maybe you could get a Canadian VPN or somebody log in from Canada. Uh, please, I need it because I, I wanted to rewatch it before they left, and I just have not had time. This I time. mean, I started so, I started the- Daredevil, and I, I got halfway through the first season, and it's just it's just a lot. Like, I it's a good it's a yeah. great show, and I it's not something you can binge. I feel like. Would you agree with that? Maybe because there's so much action for me. It's like, yeah, I like to take because a day like I and, and enjoy it. I could have I watched like two, maybe three episodes at a time if I was. But it's also not something mm-hmm. that you can just like put on in the background. You have to pay attention. Yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah, uh, especially with Jessica Jones, you have to pay attention. Is there any other shows or TV shows you're looking forward to coming out? This is a show that just finished, and season season two has not been announced yet. But if you haven't had a chance to check out The Legend of Vox Machina, Amazon Prime, you should definitely go and check that out. It's a great animated series based on the D&D campaign by Critical Role. You should. It is an adult cartoon, so do not show it to your preteens or young or little well, kids. Well, if, if so, we're going to come round you up and take your children and, and call CPS on you. Because that's no way to raise a child. In this day and age. I mean, I will say, if you're not watching um, Abbott Elementary on ABC by Miss Quita oh, Brunson, yes. you should definitely watch that. It I is, love her. She stars in it. She created it. She writes it. It's um, based on, you know, her mother, and I believe her sister also is were school teachers. Yeah. You should definitely check that out. It's hilarious. It's like the new office, I would say, with, with flavor. I want her to get her shine and not she's worked really hard, which is why she left the the black women black, black lady, lady sketch show. Like I loved her on that and was so mad when she wasn't back in season two, which is a little bit of flavor I missed from her. So hopefully she has time to do season three and come back and do both. Because when you get a network check, me that's you, that's a network check. That means you on regular. You ain't got to worry about ooh, am I gonna be picked up? That means you got a good twenty two episodes. That means you got steady work for six months. They got to make it in 22 episodes because then they can be syndicated. And then those royalties. That's great. I love her. Well, that is all that I have for tonight. Do you have anything else? I don't. All I'm going to say is uh, if you like what you heard this evening, you can definitely follow us on all of the social medias at Come to the Cookout. That's C-O-M-E, the number two, T-H-E-C-O-O-K-O-U-T. That's on Instagram, the Twitter. And you can always email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on all social medias at Brooklyn Gabbana. That's Brooklyn like the city, Gabbana like designer. And T, where can they find you? You can find me on all social medias at Tizom Van Cleef. That's T-I-Z-O-M-V-A-N-C-L-I-E-F. And remember, you are always invited to our cookout. Now y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs>